This is Radar Radio, this is Quam, this is Unpopular Opinions. We start as always with 60 seconds of news and where else do we start uh, than with the news that Tom Donald Trump's latest move is to fire the uh, former FBI director James Comey uh, who had been investigating possible links to uh, Russian intelligence and the Trump administration, which is a bit weird to say the least. Anyway, moving back to these shores uh, and of course election stuff continues. Uh, now latest figures are, no sorry, the latest news is that uh, Tory MPs could find out if they're going to face uh, charges over expenses fraud before the election rather than after it as Theresa May had planned. Very, very interesting. Um, in less savoury news, uh, a girl died yesterday at Drayton Manor theme park after having fallen off a ride. I think details on that are pretty sketchy, but obviously massive RIP to her and uh, condolences to her family. Um, in other news, again, unfortunately, it's uh, sad to report that uh, Almost 250 people are reported to be either dead or missing after a ship wrecked off the Libyan coast. And in sports, the Madrid Open continues. Andy Murray won his first match yesterday. And Maria Sharapova lost her match against Eugenie Bouchard, which a lot of people were very happy about, myself included. So, uh, as ever, if you want a shout-out, give us a shout on the Twitter, at WhoIsQuam or at Radar Radio LDN. Uh, we're going to get into something produced by my mate, uh, in Holland, J.O. Sanders, old tight mic town, this one, this one, what's bars? Let's go. What's bars? What's real? What's hard? What's bars? What's real? What's hard? To the, war, war. the one that they love to hate but can't hate in front of face Back now, clap rounds, man down, eight don't get little self fun today Max. 216 when Casper the most, now it comes like I can go chat to the ghost Call the man in my home, out of a loan, since he's out for my dome I ain't taking his word, I hear the word work rate We can talk work rate, but who's rating the work? No, I'm not means to the table to turn, leave him six foot deep with a face full of works Face full of dirt, been doing this since I could play by the curve Will it the corner like Kirby, always been lively certain Still fuck the feds if they search me Nowadays feds can't tell if it's Dank or Body Yoda Said they don't approach us, got the cats feeling like Kellogg's orange soda Belling off the old Motorola and I told you I'm good and I've always been kosher kosher Girl them love when I pose for photo, no joke, final parts on Insta Be it's only a picture, I still throw up a TBT before I was TBC That's the best confirmed, still go set some up, still come to gigs Round up six Seven man, let's go look Can't catch out if I catch him first My tag got hooks and rat jabs Why is he looking like that? Sad man, never like the look of my man See, you got me, he's got a pussy old face That what you mean by, that what you mean by Got me, he's got a pussy old face That what you mean by, fucked in the head Don't wanna hear my name and no mix up Unless mixer has me up in the blend, I'm comfy Trust me, up in the ends Fuck what he's on and fuck what he says Right now, only fuck with the best Feature myself, see man sicker Right now, feel on top of the world Like I just found the keys to beanie man's bimmer Sim, simmer, what I say, feature myself for the last few months I've been feeding myself Might see me on B to the L My bloodline blood, no B to the L Gang, I'm crazy, still shouting free him as well On wall, we'll still see to the shells Your gas, your dreaming Next transfer season, get a new team in as well Just taking a piss, I'll be out in a sec With these online trappers With their answers on net Back pockets and a house full of crepes When's all that down in the flesh? Right now, I ain't got an ounce of respect Said that with my chest 
Yes, I'm back here again, got bars, got blows, got thousands of them If you die in your head, I'm down to address There's man that didn't want to hear my tie Now it's a case of who, what, where's my tie? Here's my tie To the war What's boss? What's real? What's hard? What's boss? What's real? What's hard? And jokes in the bits. These times I'm still awaiting the four in a bit. Now look who's come to the bits. It's a bag of man with a bread they hit. Must have been about six or more. Couldn't hear man a man laugh anymore. These man weren't running jokes anymore. Few more words and it all got raw. Then man gave chase, everybody kicked. Most man got away, one man tripped. Got around the corner, then he got gripped. Troubleless, then man came with a pit. I can never forget the sound long as I live. At that point, I bust the corner. I was just thinking, is he gonna live? Then man saw me and said, who's this? They were gonna whack me, but they got stopped. Called off by the first man who they rocked. Nobody died in the end, I went yards. Never did get that four and a half. If you ever heard his screams, if you ever heard his screams, they would haunt your dreams. If you ever heard his screams, if you ever heard his screams, they would haunt your dreams. Some of the heroes still is on top. Some on the front lads said they're on job. Don't be an idiot, know where you're on before you get caught in a hot spot. Some of the heroes still is all nuts. Some on the front lads said it's all rough. Beef kicks off, see the same man run. They don't want a piece when the real man come. Some of the heroes still is on top. Some on the front lads said they're on job. Beef kicks off, see the same man run. They don't want a piece when the real man come. Some of the heroes still is on top. Some on the front lads said they're on job. Don't be an idiot. Know where you're on before you get laid out in a wood box. So moral of the story is, if you know how far you're willing to go, you better surround yourself with people who you know are willing to go at least the same distance. Life's too short to take chances, trust me. Yeah. So, after Mike Ty was bars, you had myself with Heroes uh, in collaboration with Rocks Foe on that one. Uh, look out for that one coming out in the coming weeks and months. You'll know when you know. I'll talk to those that already have some idea and some inkling. Um, so, underneath me right now, uh, what you can hear is some of the uh, tropical, lovely sounds uh, from the Center EP. 
uh, by Mina. Uh, you'll remember if you were locked in last week, I had part one uh, of the interview with myself and her. Uh, if you did miss that, you can always catch it back on my SoundCloud, uh, soundcloud.com forward slash unpopular opinions. Um, obviously, part two, of course, is going to be uh, broadcasting in a few minutes, time, well, a few minutes, I say about 20 minutes or so. Uh, we're going to get into part two. Um, so, yeah, again, big up to Mina. And this is basically underneath me the reason why you should get that center EP out now on good on all. So, uh, I was doing so well as well. <laughs> all good online outlets, right? Sweet. So. Um, I want to start off today by returning to a topic that I brought up last week uh, regarding Sully Montari uh, and his treatment at the hands of uh, a pocket of Cagliari fans uh, while playing for Pescara uh, in Italy. So, um, as you know, initially, and I'm glad to say initially now, uh, but initially uh, he'd been given a one-match ban because uh, at the time uh, the referee had booked him for having gone to speak to those, uh, bless you, having gone to speak to those um, uh, fans who were abusing him um, and then having walked off the pitch, uh, the referee then gave him a second yellow card, um, which meant that he then had a one-match ban um, and obviously that was outrageous. Uh, a number of people spoke out about it. Garth Crooks, to his credit, uh, came out and said that um, all Afro-Caribbean players in the Italian league should really boycott the next round of matches. Uh, and there's one um, one fellow Ghanaian, I've forgotten his name, and he came out and said that he was ready to do it and he was quite, you know, quite willing to do so in that next match. Um, but then, as I say, happily, the climb down happened. Uh, the Italian FA, whether it was due to public pressure or realising just how bad it looked, um, kind of rolled back their planned suspension. Um, his red card, Soli Montari's red card was rescinded, uh, which meant that he was free to play in the next round of matches. Um, and the reason I want to come back to it is because the last tune we played Heroes, obviously it's not really, you know, in terms of subject matter, anything to do with that um, topic um, regarding Soli Montari, but the title, Heroes, is very resonant there. And for me, Soli Montaro has been a bit of a hit. Sorry, Montari. Soli Montari has been a bit of a hero in all of this. Um, because, you know, he said he would be quite happy to, in a similar situation, walk off the pitch again and again. Because really, what's a red card? You know what I mean? Like, in the grand scheme of things, I'm not going to stand there and take it just because I'm scared of getting sent off. I'm not going to let some man stand there and call me a monkey and whatever a business. No, that's not right. It's never going to happen. So, you know, I can totally relate to him on that front and um, well done to him. And the other unfortunate thing about it is it still seems to be the case that some of these, you know, authoritative figures who are supposed to support players and um, sort of their staff in these kind of moments haven't again. So uh, his manager, the manager of... Um, side that uh, Montari plays for, uh, a guy called Z Zdenek Zeman. I can't remember where he's from, I think it's one of these, it's definitely one of these Baltic nations, I can't remember which one exactly. Um, but, you know, initially at the time, he was a little bit critical of uh, Montari's decision to walk off the field, um, and subsequently he did not play Montari uh, in the next game. 
now to be fair his reasons that he gave are understandable he said that you know having had most of the week with the understanding that Montari wasn't going to be playing um, he wasn't training with the first team because I had to get the team ready you know for his absence and then suddenly to find out that he was allowed to play would have kind of upset the balance of uh, the side yeah I hear that but I don't know, it just doesn't really sit right with me considering that initially he'd been critical of um, Sully's decision to walk off the field. So again, I just think if I was at work and someone racially abused me and I sort of walked out of the building or something, if my boss tried to tell me that <laughs> I should have stayed there and, and taken it or something, I'd almost laugh in his face to be honest like and be like you you are you are joking like even if you don't know it you're definitely having a laugh mate you know what i mean so again it comes back to what i was saying before about standing up for what you believe in and knowing that it sometimes is very very difficult to take that step um and i want to bring in a uh, video that i saw um of will smith talking at one of these conferences i don't know which conference it was or even if it was a conference um, but it was Will Smith talking to an assembled crowd uh, about skydiving. Um, and he was ex basically explaining about how the plane goes up to however how many feet it is, 5,000 feet up in the air. Um, and you're standing on the threshold um, and the instructor gives you the count. Um, and obviously he's strapped to someone as a first time jumper, so he was strapped to someone. They give it the, th uh, the three second count, but then um, the instructor actually pushes off on two because apparently people always try and grab the side of the plane on three, so they just go on two. And um, he was explaining about how he had this kind of sense of dread that was building up the night before, in the days leading up to it, having started off with real confidence and then turning into dread and then absolute terror on the day, leading right up to the moment where you actually jump and then actually finding that you're flying and it feels unbelievable and it feels effortless and you feel free and all of this. Now, let me just make it clear. I ain't telling anyone to skydive. <laughs> like, I would not skydive anytime soon. You know what I mean? Like, so I hear you on that. But what I am saying is that um, sometimes you have to kind of take a chance. And actually you'll find that once you've taken that chance in whatever field it is, you actually find that it's a lot easier to do whatever you had been um, sort of wary of than you thought initially, do you know what I mean? Um, I have this, or I had this with my tennis development. Uh, for those of you who don't know, for the millionth time, um, I'm a tennis enthusiast. Um, I'm lucky enough to be able to make a living from coaching tennis. Um, and I remember quite clearly as a teenager being kind of really scared of volleying because you're close up to the net and you know the ball's whizzing at you if you're playing against good players and it's kind of fast and it's it's difficult to if you if you take your eye off it you're scared of getting hit the first few times and all that it stings when you get hit by a tennis ball but then after you've felt that tennis ball a few times and realized actually it does hurt but not that much and then you start learning a couple of other things like give yourself a bit more space don't actually try and do too much use the pace coming towards you actually you start finding that it's a lot easier than you think and it actually starts feeling fun and feeling nice. You know what I mean? And it's just taking that step where you're not shying away from it but rather moving towards it 
uh, that gives you the confidence and, and the self-control and all of that. Um, and I found that in life as well. Like, it's not easy to speak out about certain things. It's not. It never has been. Um, and I've found this personally in my own life. I've said it before. I'll say it again. Some people haven't been happy with some of the things I've said in the past or I've done in the past and I've had reactions. But it's like, I don't want to lie in my bed at night wondering what if or what might be. You know what I mean? Um, and for the most part, my life's been easier for it. So while I'm not here to dish out advice, what I would say is that speaking out does sometimes work and it is sometimes advisable, all right? So anyway, I'll leave that there. Um, let's get into some new music. Finally, um, I've got something from Kadiata. It's been long enough, uh, but he has furnished with new, new music. Some of you tuned in may know already what we're going on with now. Um, but I have it now. It is The Surface. Big up once again to Kadiata. And on the other side of this, something special from myself and Lofar. Don't forget, it's Radar Radio. Makes me question how you birthed this Makes me question if I'm out I 
line and spin it hard for the catch on. Make a nigga cold in the inside. And I don't wanna know what you feel inside. At least you told me how to neglect in your defense.
the same language? Where's our understanding? Did you speak the same language? Just don't understand how that bass is made and created that just like surrounds you and you can swim in it and that. Send it out to Lo for every single on that refix. Myself and Lamont and the original ships. Don't ask, I don't know. <laughs> I've got no idea when it's coming out, sorry. But as I always promise to do and then never actually do, I work. Because to be fair, I've only been promising to play that for like about four months. So I'm sure eventually I will actually speak to Lamont and we will actually establish exactly how those tracks are going to come out. Um, anyway, big up to everyone um, tweeting me on Twitter or sharing the tweets on Twitter and that. Sending it out to Yvette every single, sending it out to Era, uh, hold tight, Kate every single. Uh, yeah, rolling. Hold tight, all the silent listeners as well, of course, every single time. Uh, I still don't have WhatsApp, so I don't know, like... A lot of people used to WhatsApp me and tell me, yeah, yeah, I'm locked in, but boy, you lot can just join the silent massive, but it's all good. <clears throat> so I want to talk quickly about word origin and I'm going to talk a little bit about the upcoming election because I only know a little bit myself um, and I only know a little bit about word origin anyway. So word origin or word etymology, which I like that word, etymology. I'm a big fan of that word um, and it basically means where a word was created or how a word was created, when and how. Um, so the reason I come to this is because I saw a little debate going on online the other day about, oh, I can't believe in this day and age, white people are still brazen enough to use the word nigger. And I just thought to myself, I started thinking immediately. Um, the first bit of it was in this day and age. And I just thought to myself, okay. Um, in fact, before I even go to that point, I'm going to hold that point because I remember a couple of weeks ago, I did a poll on Twitter because I knew eventually I'd, I'd be able to find some use for this. I did a poll on Twitter uh, where I asked, um, do you think word uh, origin is important? Uh, and the options to answer were either yes, no, or what is uh, word origin or word etymology. Um, and then I think it was the result was something like 50% said yes. 10% um, said no, but 40% were like word origin or sorry, word etymology because I used that word. No, 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 that's it. Word association. That's it. Word association. Like word association. What even is that kind of thing? And I thought, interesting. A lot of people clearly don't realize that, you know, words and their association have to be important. Surely. How can they not be? And now I bring it forward too. Uh, yes, this thing about, oh yeah, I can't believe blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, so let's talk about the origin of the word nigger. Who actually created that word? Because I'll tell you right now, it wasn't our ancestors in Africa. <laughs> like, we, we, were just, we were just known as whatever tribe we were in. It was either Ashantis or Fantis or whatever else it was. You know, it's, in, in my in my sort of neck of the woods where my family are from um, so for a start it was Caucasian people that originated that word um, to say that we've now reclaimed it that's a separate argument I think there's arguments for and against um, that point of view I'm more against that point of view because of word origin <laughs> and I always have been it's always come back to like yeah but 
how did it start for me? I think, um, and maybe it's my personality. I'm very, very, I've placed great importance in how things are created and how, where they've come from rather than, you know, what they are now. Do you know what I mean? Obviously what they are now is important, um, but I always feel like our history creates our present and future, you know? Anyway, leaving that point aside, um, let's talk a little bit about politics, like a smidgen, just like a tiny, tiny fraction. And um, some of you may have heard me on the radio last Wednesday, uh, Wednesday evening, it was uh, Politics Live. I was on with JB and Amal and Tom, and we were basically going through the last, I think it was about the last 10 years of UK politics, um, obviously starting with Labour, moving on to um, Conservative slash, well, say Conservative slash Liberal Democrat administration. <laughs> uh, let's just call it Conservative Light administration uh, and subsequently current uh, Conservative administration. Um, and all the while through that show, I was thinking, okay, who am I actually going to vote for in this upcoming election? Um, I'm pleased to say that I will be able to vote in the upcoming election. My poll card arrived in the post yesterday. Um, if you have not yet registered, all you need to do is go on Google and type how to register to vote in the general election. All right. And that, <laughs> and that, <laughs> thank you very much. Uh, yeah. Cause yeah, I'll, uh, yeah, it's basically me admitting that I don't know how to help you because I've already helped myself short of helping you by directing you to Google, which you may already have guessed uh, was a viable option. But maybe you didn't. Maybe you don't even care. Um, what I would say is it's kind of an important vote. I can understand um, that you would feel or you may feel that you have no real say um, in how this country is run. And ultimately, that's probably true. Um, but you still need to vote because at a local level in your town, things are definitely affected depending on which councillor gets into position of um, member of parliament you know what I mean um, labor administration here in Islington is very different to Tory administration in Barnet for example all right so I would definitely definitely advise you to if you haven't already get yourself registered I would hope that most of the people listening to this show from the UK are already registered to vote um, but again if you're not Google how to register in the general election or how to register to vote, right? You probably even need to just put how to register to vote. You might not even have to put UK election. It should be fine. Your geo whatever status will probably show up on the computer. Me showing my technical knowledge. Cool. So uh, I want to get into another new track before we run this uh, part two of Mina's interview with myself. Um, big up once again uh, to Miles from Kinshasa on this one. And next week... I will be talking with Miles from Kinshasa. Uh, we'll have part one of the interview with myself and him. Uh, until then, as always, the live version of me is signing out now. Uh, be very good. Uh, it's part two of the interview on the other side of fireworks. I'll see you all next week. Mwah, mwah, mwah. Bye. But for keeping up with you, I've never lost so much. And if I ever had to choose, I would have missed that call. I guess I've never loved the blues the way you do oh, oh. Don't really wanna hear your blues, I'm on my own
This EP 
right. Um, <laughs> what what would you be hoping to have spin off after it? You've kind of mentioned, obviously, that you'd like to set these things up in Ghana, hopefully yeah. towards the end of the year. Any other plans, possibly um, from that EP, or just generally speaking? Um, I just like I like to tour more. Um, I'd love to do more dates around Europe. I've got a new agent who's based in the US, so we're going to hopefully arrange a US tour. Nice for next year. Yeah, I love I love like meeting people and playing out. I'd love to kind of collaborate with more like high profile people. Although I had one like relatively high profile person hit me up, who yeah. I won't say his name, but quite like when he emailed me, I was like, yes, yeah, six. Like, yeah. so happy cool but then you email them back and then they don't reply so it's just like am I going to spend my time chasing these like high no. profile artists who probably don't care about me no you've done what you're supposed to or do or should I focus on email. people who, <laughs> yeah or, or focus on people who might not be so well known but are actually going to like care and be invested in working with me so mm. yeah I, I, I don't know it's kind of difficult because obviously I know working with someone like that would be a huge boost to me yeah career wise but it might just never happen. Yeah, I mean, it probably won't ever happen. I think with, <laughs> those, yeah. with those things, and I'm probably not a great person to get advice from this or yeah. for this from because I'm, like, I'm not big in the scene or anything, but I just treat everyone who I deal with kind of pretty much the same. So like, yeah, yeah. if you email me, I'm going to email you back. Like, and no, you were like, when it. I emailed you, you were like super professional and like quick and we got stuff, something done like really quickly. So yeah definitely recommend working uh, with Kwang. but like and I like to think I am too like I'm quite like yeah. I just want to get stuff done I don't like dawdling and not replying and blah blah it's just long but not everyone's like that people are busy especially people that are high profile so yeah I mean I understand like but it's kind of like why message me in the first place do you know what I mean it's a bit like this is the thing I find about it's it I mean, it's, it's easy to say that you know oh yeah guys are busy and la 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 but I kind of see it the same way as when someone owes you money and they tell you that, you're, that they owe you money and you're like, all right, cool, yeah, just... And then, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they're being long about it. So then yeah, you're yeah. like, well, why the fuck did you even say anything in the first place? Like, why didn't you just leave me alone? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, now you're giving me stress <laughs> when, when I didn't even need it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I think if he's reached out or she's reached out to you, you've done what you need to yeah. do. You've no, I mean, I'll, if they if they do hit me up again, I obviously will be super happy. But yeah. I'm not, you know, holding my breath. But yeah, I mean, I, I think the, the music that I make can kind of transfer to the like pop sound a bit more. And I, and I think moving to that higher level of like producing kind of more poppy style tracks mm. I think I could do quite well yeah so it'd be really cool to um, do something like that um, but you know I think getting into those kind of writing I don't even know how it works I don't know how you produce pop tracks from big people but you sometimes somehow have to be in these kind of writing house hired by Sony or Warner or whatever and mm. churn out hits I don't know how that works, but it'd be cool. <laughs> no, that's I, re I respect it. You're setting the sights high. Yeah. Like you, you're totally backing up the thing that you said about when I start something, I want to be good at it, like yeah. really good at it. So nothing yeah. but respect for that. Like standard. Well, I'm, yeah, I'm trying to get more into songwriting as well and writing songs rather than like club tracks. So yeah, yeah I think it, that would be, and for the next big project that I'm working on, which I don't talk much about, but yeah, that will Ooh. probably involve. Not not because like it's any big secret. I just it's you just want to like get. Yeah, it's just not like a proper yeah. thing, so I don't want to talk about it in case it just doesn't happen. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so that will probably involve a lot more songwriting and stuff like that. So that's something that, yeah, I think for the future I want to focus on more. Cool, cool.
cool, cool, cool. All right. Um, what was I going to? Oh, yeah, that's it. Boko Boko. Let's talk about that because that's yeah. how I was, oh, yeah. in, you know, initially introduced to you because um, you were previously doing a show on here with uh, Tash. That there was just me that did. Oh, it was just you. Yeah. That sorry, yeah, yeah. sorry. So <laughs> it's all it's all Minas. Yeah. No one else. Yeah. Just me. Yeah. So no, um, Tash is a show now, but yeah, we for some reason we never overlapped. We yeah. wanted to do one together, but it just didn't work out, unfortunately. Cool. So how did Boko Boko come around? Um, that was just um, me and Tash. We wanted to put on a party. We didn't feel like there was anything at the time that kind of represented the music that we liked, and also was a bit more kind of female focused. Yeah. And sorry, at the time being. Uh, 2015 I 2015, guess right, yeah so two years ago about two years ago yeah so um, yeah and, and also I think being a DJ in London getting bookings 90% of the time just revolves around who you know yep and like <laughs> and if you don't know anyone or whatever it's quite difficult to just get a gig or yeah, get yeah. a warm up slot people don't really want to know yeah not like in a shady way it's just like that's how it works yeah like if, <laughs> if they don't know you they can't yeah you know what I'm saying that's, so we yeah, wanted to like give a platform <clears throat> for people that maybe wanted to have that little warm up slot or that experience but couldn't get one at other places for whatever reason so yeah. literally anyone that ever messaged us being like oh I want to play we'd try and give them a slot yeah so we just wanted to be really open and like transparent about stuff like that and not kind of cliquey um, and yeah we did parties for about a year um, where were the parties? Uh, there, uh, one was at that. Uh, what's it called? Experience in Brixton. It's like an African restaurant. Uh huh. Quite cool. Um, and one was a couple in Brixton, a couple in Shoreditch. Um, and uh, we did, yeah. So we did that for about a year, and then had a bit of a break just because I wanted to focus on other things. Yeah. And then we did the Sound Clash in February, which you were involved in. I did, yes. Which yes. was very surreal because we, when honestly, like when I say we didn't expect to win, like we literally just were like, if we get to the final, that's like honestly, we did not expect to win. At can we just all. can we just let the people know <laughs> what this? Uh, sound oh yeah. Clash so was so called. basically, it's like kind of like the rebel culture clash but like kind of tiny tiny yeah. version yeah yeah and there were sounds from all over london like born and bred mm -hmm. um k2 Ross, so future who else was it i can't remember who else one of them had novelist on yes they did so that was quite cool and yeah so we were kind of going head to head had to play like a rat couple of rounds with like 10 minutes of playing bangers basically and we prepared the first two rounds <laughs> and then like for some reason we managed to get into the final i honestly don't even know how we managed but we got in actually no our first two rounds were pretty good yeah and then the final we just hadn't prepared at all so it was a bit kind of like uh, a bit spontaneous but somehow the other team were really good as well so yeah we were a good competition but yeah we won it was like a, one of those things where you have to scream really loudly <laughs> yeah um and i don't know apparently we're, well, our crowd cheered louder for us so yeah it was really we're really i was so happy like, <laughs> got a big trophy so yeah i think we felt like maybe we should bring the parties back just because obviously people like what we do yeah and the next one will be at the alibi on the 20th of may and we get uh we're having hagen who makes quite he's also from ghana okay 
um, who uh, makes quite cool like Afro bassy kind of stuff, mm. kind of funky influenced. Um, a DJ from Berlin called Berlin Disaster who plays kind of re- reggaeton sounds. Um, Nane, who's the vocalist yep. who I mentioned before. She was part of the Sound Clash, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Who yep. who performed live for like the first time ever, yep. literally in her whole life. So I was really proud of her for doing that because I think she's quite nervous. It was a very nervous. good effort as well, considering very good effort. Yeah, she was I super was nervous there. about it that. <laughs> um, yeah, and um, myself and DJ Chin, who is one of the residents. Yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. We we got to talk a bit more about this sound clash. You've like tried to pass <laughs> it off as it was as if it was nothing. And the thing is, <clears throat> Mina says about you know they'd rehearsed the first couple of rounds. I wasn't involved in the rehearsals. I, I just got parachuted in. I didn't know what was happening. All of a sudden, I was there. At the last minute, yeah. I almost didn't come because I had a little hissy fit and I was sort of like, I don't, don't feel like it. <laughs> but then I did cut. And then yeah, all of a sudden, we were just, oh, well, you're going to make me blush. I, didn't, I haven't paid her to say anything nice about me. Can I just say that? I promise. That yeah, <laughs> no, I mean, we really wanted to MC and unfortunately, whoever, who we asked for originally dropped out. But luckily, Quam was available. And yeah, I think definitely having you there was, like a really big plus somehow I, yeah. <laughs> I couldn't tell you how but um, yeah, I, no. I, I honestly think it was more to do with um, Chin doing the splits I honestly think that's yeah she def- yeah, and the worm and all that yeah, she definitely yeah, yeah. brings out the guns when she needs to <laughs> yeah she was yeah. killing the game yeah no I think like as a team it was we had lots of people that were good at different things so you know teamwork makes the dream work amen to that amen to that <laughs> And it's good to hear that you're bringing the parties back off the back of it because it seems like a really obvious thing to do, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, I kind of semi-hated doing them just because it's so stressful. Like, I don't know if you've done promotion much, but it's just long, like, it's long. Everything's Just organisation generally so long. long. And like, yeah, it was fun, but I don't know. I just, because, and also I was getting a lot more bookings. So I was like, okay, I don't really need to just do my own parts. I can just play other people. Yeah, and yeah. you just turn up, exactly. you don't have to worry. Don't have to clean up the mess Zero after, stress, nothing yeah. like that. Yeah. But um, Alibi is a really cool venue and it's quite stress-free because it's busy and people go there regardless of what's happening. So yeah, I think, and I think it will work for us. Like it's quite a relaxed vibe. And yeah. I think people that go there like the sort of music that we play. And yeah, hopefully we can bring down a nice crowd. And yeah, I'm looking forward to it. No, no, it should be good. It should yeah. be good. 20th of May. 20th um, of May. Um, do we do we have any like details about like entry fee or any stuff like that, or do we know anything? With alibi. About... Yeah, no, no one. It's just, you just walk into the yeah. alibi, isn't it? Normally, <laughs> why do you even have to ask? <laughs> I, I, have I, it's for the people listening, not me. I, okay, I... yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's free. No, just come through. So like... come and spend a lot of money in, on drinks. That's that's what you do exactly. You come into that alibi <laughs> and then you pay spend through the nose for your libations, but it doesn't matter. Because you're rich, baby. You are rich. Yeah. Get me? Exactly. Um, so, yeah, we mentioned you were doing radio before. Stop doing radio. Um, I did, sadly. <laughs> that kind of yeah. almost answers my next question, to be honest, because I was going to ask you if you would... Obviously, you'd like to get back on radio, judging by that. Um, are there any plans to get I back mean, on radio? I mean, it's yes and no, because obviously I've been super busy. I've been away so much. Mm. So it's, if I had a regular show, the people would be like, you're always away. Like, this is a bit stupid. Yeah, yeah. Kind of thing. So I think... You can do pre-records. Yeah, you can. Yeah. No, I'm sure it would work. But I wasn't that upset. Not upset, but like, I wasn't like, oh, I wish I was doing radio. Yeah, yeah. I had quite a lot of other things. Yeah. 
now I'm sort of around, I, th- I, I sort of think, oh, it would be nice to have like a regular show and have a platform to play unreleased stuff and all that kind of stuff. Mm. But yeah, I mean, unless someone like offers me a show, I'm not going to, you know... <laughs> so you've heard it. Can we can we bring the offers in, please? Uh, Mina, yeah, I am in talk. Like I mean, I am in sort of slight talks with a radio station. Ooh, but I can't really. Yeah, but can't I don't know. Divulge we'll see. any we'll further see. info. I mean, I actually am on radar tomorrow. <laughs> 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 you like how that last 15 seconds went <laughs> that was sick it from went 5 from... till 6 okay. p.m. for like the launch of my EP it's gonna yeah, play yeah, yeah. for all the tracks and so nice. it's just a one-off thing so I think it'd be fun kind of like a listening party almost. kind of yeah so that'd be fun um, I'm sure it would go well I'm just not like the best radio host I've realised mm. like this is fine because you're kind of in charge but for some reason when I'm the one sort of in charge I really get really awkward and just don't I don't know it's just really difficult listen the beauty of this um, <laughs> this interview period is that no one's in charge we're just like having an exchange you know it's not but you're kind of leading the conversation I don't know I, I, yeah, I'll yeah give I guess you, I'll, I'll give you that that's I, the thing. I just don't like to claim these things you know what I'm saying but yeah, yeah. No, I hear what you're saying so yeah obviously yeah this kind of interview is easier because it's less kind of formal yeah but um, yeah I just I just never felt that comfortable hosting and I obviously my strengths and the reason why my radio show is popular is just because I play like good tunes mm. so yeah we'll see we'll see what happens who knows that's a strength in and of itself to be honest so say no more alright um, now I want to talk about your move from south to north um, <laughs> because I actually really miss South London. I'm not gonna lie. God, yeah, you know, you did tell me about how you <laughs> used to love South London. I've I've so never sad. understood it, but I guess you can explain it to the people because a lot of people like, are from South London and like, they like it. I'm not from South London. I just ah right. That's that leads me into my next. <laughs> you know, so we were so born in the up... same hospital. Really, Hamilton. I swear we've talked about this before. So you did grow up in London. No, no, I didn't grow up here. My dad lives in South London, so oh, like okay. that's kind of why I feel more of a connection. Ah oh, right, yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah, I. Yeah moved out when I was quite young yeah so I've never felt like North London was like my home or anything yeah South was my home because my dad lived there I'm trying to think who else told me there was born in Homerton oh no it was no. just some it was just some little kid at holiday camps no worry no it was <laughs> no one for carry on yeah so right so so South London it <laughs> was uh, it was it was um, that's it yeah 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 I actually no I actually quite like tooting the, the couple of times I've been there is there's a lot of character down that side like it's, it's, it's one of those things like it's almost like Shoreditch not in terms of how it is mm. but in terms of the fact that there's always seems to be something happening I really love tooting. The food, you can get amazing doses and curries. Um, it's got a nice, just community vibe and it's on the tube, so mm. you can get anywhere quite easily mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. Yeah, I really like it there. All right, and now how long have you been in North London for? <laughs> like two months. I'm only there for about three more, four, mo- four more months. <laughs> what? I'm gonna leave. You're not even going to know what North London's like. Yeah, and also I work in South, so I'm never even there. Yeah. So it's good, like it's nice being close to Dorsting. So obviously that's where a lot of the parties happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's nice to be able to like roll on the bus there. Must be convenient. Very yeah. convenient, but yeah, I mean, it's just a ha- just a home. I don't really, yeah, it's just cheap. It is what it is. I can't even ask you about community <laughs> spirit or none of that because yeah. you're gonna be gone in a minute. All right, forget it. Let's talk about your working because I can I can have a little bit of a relation to this because uh, you work in a college with young people. Is that right? 
secondary school. Oh, even even younger. Yeah, Jesus they're like Christ. eleven to sixteen. Oh my god, how the fuck yeah, do you do it? They're so annoying. <laughs> oh I swear. Oh. They're so annoying, how and it's all boys. Can you imagine? How do you seriously do that? <laughs> I don't know. Because I'm not in charge. Yeah. So I'm sort of the one that just stands at the back, just kind of like trying not Tried to laugh. To look <laughs> I'm trying to like, <laughs> like honestly, if I shout at these boys, they would just laugh at me. <laughs> like they think they're so hard. Like they're going about how hard they are. Oh. But like this boy got this boy who thinks he's so hard got like punched in the face like three times today, and he just spent the whole rest of the day in like a sulk in the back of the room. It's like I understand that's obviously really like shit that that happened to you. Mm. But like it's you know a traumatic mean? It's like, event. No it one is, and it's horrible. And I feel times. I felt really bad for him. But it's like you know they put on this big front of like, and it's like everyone's the same. Like no one wants to be like hurt and yeah. you know like we're all the same really deep down uh, you know at and that it, age we're still working it out like we, yeah, we, yeah. we have and to they, be tough guys they super this. yeah and they yeah. kind of front a lot and I just think it's a bit sad because it's like they could just be like a bit more chilled but yeah. I remember in 2015 I was fucking working in Highbury Grove and I say fucking working in Highbury Grove because it was a terrible experience to be honest it was mm-hmm. the it was the year eights so they were there you know oh, they're yeah. at that age like 12, 13, some of them are like going to be 14 in a few months. My worst oh, year, God. my worst year group's year nine. Yeah, it's Ugh. that year eight, year nine thing so where annoying. I don't understand what's going on now because I can't remember it. It was half a lifetime ago for me. Yeah. But for some reason, they all think that they're six foot ten yeah, and just think that's as so wide cool. as a house and like untouchable I, I don't yeah. I, and for no reason as well no it's mad reason. like how yeah just how rude and like just they don't care they just really don't care about their education and it's mm. really sad like you can't force someone to care but it's just sad because you know that the future they're going to have is going to be not that great. No, it's a very, but very much concern. Like, not just with them, even some primary school kids I see. Because yeah. I work more oh, with yeah. primary school kids. But, you know, you always get some in these kind of inner city, inner city areas that we're in mm. who are just a little bit non-committal and a little bit anti for no good reason. You just think to yourself, like... I hear you, but you can't yeah. round here. It's not gonna work. It's, yeah, like, you'll it's never just, get anywhere in life. It's yeah. It's just only gonna end in bad yeah. things. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, definitely. And I mean, I don't really know why. Yeah, you can't force it though. It has to come from them. That's fortunate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there are a handful that are super sweet and motivated, and but it's a minority, unfortunately. Mm. Yeah. No, I'm really <laughs> glad that you mentioned. Um, sorry to labour the point, but um, I'm really glad you mentioned the fact that you not necessarily are teaching self-sufficiency but trying to promote it within them because I think in this day and age with all this kind of Instagram social media stuff people think that sometimes life's all about them and you need to I always feel the responsibility to as much as you know stressing their importance or sort of the importance Mm. of their existence kind of balancing it with saying yeah but at the end of the day it's not all about you you need to work in cooperation with everything and everyone around you do you know what I mean so yeah they all, I'm, everyone I'm like oh you know you need to get a you need to get GCSEs to like get a job or do your you know even just to write a CV or a cover letter and they're like no miss I'm gonna do deetsing I'm gonna deets and I'm like no you're not <laughs> that's just everyone just thinks they're gonna like this is it like, do you bank m- from you might even do it that you might even do it lads you might for a bit I'm just like but it ain't sustainable luck with that. that's it good luck with that 
And but the unfortunate <laughs> thing is, at that age, you can only see like this far. So, uh, yeah. sorry for those of you listening, you didn't know what this far means. I've literally put my hand <laughs> about an inch in front of my nose. So yes. But were you good at school? Like, did you? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I went to a posh school, so there was no. Oh, like, okay. Yeah, there was no like. Yeah. You know, being out of line for me. Well, majorly out of line. Well, no, I didn't like. I just think as well, up. like be, I know it sounds like cliche, but when you've been to countries where they would literally give anything mm. for education yeah. and people that my friend had to drop out of uni several times because he just ran out of money mm. and it's stuff like that which really makes you appreciate having that, that education that we have in this country and seeing people take it for granted is just quite hard I think yeah my parents always used to have that in my ear about oh you have no idea how lucky yeah. you are and all that I know it's like you kind of boring to hear it over and over but yeah. it is really important and it's I probably did help you to kind of oh yeah appreci- definitely appreciate definitely. Definitely. As much as I was kind of pretending I wasn't here, it there was always that thought in the back of my head mm. whenever I was about to do something that was a bit, you know, that you have in life these sliding doors moments. Yeah, yeah. And there was always that thought in the back of my head, like I will be letting them down and certain other people down, and that definitely helps you. But then, even now looking back, it's quite obvious that I didn't really understand just how much of a privilege that I had. So all yeah. I can do is kind of try and stress that importance on on the kids then, but. You know how it is. You know exactly yeah. how it is. They they just yeah they just, they've grown up with like the internet and like having a mobile phone from like eleven and all mm. that stuff. You know like they just plus 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 they're <laughs> just teenagers. So, like like, like when you're a teenager, you just think you know everything. <laughs> I remember this clearly. Just yeah. you think you know everything, and you think everyone else in the world's wrong. And it's like I'll just give you some information, and hopefully it will sink in. That's all you can really do. I yeah. think, in most cases, to be honest. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, let's 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 kind of start wrapping it up, and let's say you are working on this new project, which is great to hear about. Yeah. Um, can we expect to see you kind of more on the live circuit going forwards, apart from this um, party coming up? Yeah, I've got a few gigs. I'm starting to do more gigs sort of around the UK. Mm. Got one in Norwich, a couple in Brighton. Couple of festivals, Reading. Ooh. Um, not Wait. the Reading. I was gonna no, say no, no, like a small festival. <laughs> <laughs> just try and chuck it in there. Yeah, yeah. I'm just doing Reading um, festival. You no, know, no. no. Um, yeah, so I'm going around a little bit more. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then we'll probably be back in Ghana before we know it. Definitely before me, I'll tell you. <laughs> It'd be a while before I visit home. That's trust so me. Sad. It is no, it is, it is. It's just like we can we can go into that in a whole a sort of show. yeah, exactly. Like I don't want to bore the listening massive with all the details, but yeah, suffice to say, it's likely that Mina will be back in Ghana before me. But uh, I'm sure bring that you, she will exactly bring you some. Maybe some ground nuts. I always bring ground nuts for my dad. They're really good. I mean, ground nut is good, to be fair. I'm not really a fan of nuts, but oh, ground okay. nut is good. Like, what else um, do you want then? No. I'll, some I'll, beer? I'll, no, you can't get that all the way from stab. Yeah, there's no point. No, I can just... Well, sort of, no. What else will like survive the flight? Because um, I tried to bring a pineapple and a mango back. Because you know how nice yeah, they are? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they lost my fucking suitcase so they got went mouldy and I was so oh, upset because yeah. I was like oh it's going to be so nice like uh, having this pineapple uh, mate that is that yeah. is such alright some shea butter how about that okay or some, or some black soap okay, either yeah. of those things are good I'll maintain maintain the skin condition you get me sweet cool. thank you so so much for coming in I'm so glad we were finally able to get this recorded um, don't forget the centre 
EP is out on <laughs> Friday the 28th via Entrifada. I was testing her. I knew all of that stuff, but I was testing her in it. Thank you very much once again. Um, to all of you locked in, this has been Unpopular Opinions. I have been Kwam. She has been Mina. And we will see you again soon. Mwah! Be good.